That's all right. Terry's very kindly prepared That's a fine. video for us on um, what to expect when you commission a bespoke wedding cake. So we'll play that and then we'll come back and, uh, and take some questions. This is what brides see when they come to see me about a consultation for their wedding cake. What you can see here gives you an idea of uh, size, design, shapes and all sorts of other different uh, factors that come into designing the wedding cake. These are just for examples but sometimes like the one you're looking at there in the middle uh, I do a dummy if somebody's asked for something specifically that I haven't done before I will try it out on a dummy first before I do the actual cake so then people get a better idea of what the cake will look like it's also for my benefit because I like to try out new designs and new things for the cakes you'll also see that on the display there are some cakes, as uh, the one at the back there with the uh, lead crystal droplets and the one at this side with the crystal centerpiece and this stand here with the uh, ice crystals down the centre of the uh, supports. These are all stands that are higher out and there are quite a number of different separators on cakes here. Uh, that will be too expensive to include in with the price of the cake so we hire those out at a, a fee and I do have other ones that I have up on my shelves up at the top there different ones that you can hire out depending on the design of your cake so this gives you a general idea of what is available they do Brilliant. All right. Thanks for sharing that, Terry. So has anybody, has anybody got any questions that brides and grooms should be asking Terry uh, about commissioning bespoke wedding cakes? Well, I'm, I'm always interested in, in how long, how long it, it how, what, what's the best sort of lead time for you, really, Terry? You know, if somebody comes in and wants something particular, how much notice would you need? I know weddings are usually booked a long way in advance, but if they're not... How long do you need? Depends on how busy we are. I mean, the, you have to remember that some of the things on the wedding cakes, particularly things like the handmade flowers on the that glass cake you looked at, they do take a long time to make. So they're things that we have to do in advance. The cake itself, I can do a cake at a week's notice, but I don't recommend it. <laughs> Bride start looking... Brides start looking early. I mean, I, t I take orders a year in advance now. I'm advertising that if you book a cake in advance now for next year, then you'll get a discount. And anybody quoting um, uh, Espresso Wedding, Wedding Espresso, will get an extra discount on top of that. So normally you'd get 10% discount. If you book a wedding cake from this, from me, you get 20% discount. That's a lot of money off a wedding cake. Right. But the one tip that I would say is, don't go for cheap wedding cakes. There's a lot of people out there doing them. I mean, I teach, so I know how many people there are out, out there doing it. And what you've got to remember is that most of these people are not that experienced. And you need to see 
what you're getting from the cake maker in the first place. So you need to see photographs, or in my case, I have a, a room that's dedicated just to showing examples of cakes that I've done uh, in order to show shapes, sizes, designs that you can have on your cake. And then you, can, you don't have to pick those. They're just the tip of the, the iceberg. And you do get to see a lot of photographs as well, which I put up on my television screen in order to view all the cakes that I've done in the past. And what about tastings and things like that? Do you do, do, do you, you can taste book tastings. We, that's something that's new now, because at one time a day, everybody had fruitcakes, but they don't have fruitcakes anymore now. And this is another problem that we have with wedding cakes. We can't start doing them in advance. We could start doing them weeks before with the fruitcake. But with the cakes that we do now, and there are a wide variety of cakes, they've got to be done within days of the wedding. But saying that, once a cake is covered, it will keep up to a fortnight, providing you haven't cut into it. But you can freeze it. I have to say, I was having this discussion yesterday, and I love fruit wedding cake. <laughs> I was yeah. very unpopular when we had the discussion because everyone was saying, no, you know, we love a sponge cake. And well, I was like, no, give me proper fruit wedding cake with marzipan and icing. Love it. <laughs> it's my favorite. That's it. Yeah. yeah. But what you have, I mean, you could have a mixed cake. You could have a variety of different flavors now. Uh, yes. But I would say if anybody didn't want a fruit cake, then it has to be the bottom tier because it's the heaviest cake. Mm. Even though we dowel the cakes, we don't want to take any risks on anything collapsing, like you see on um, <laughs> TV, you know, with the uh, Max Spencer's cakes still collapsing. <laughs> <laughs> Usually because somebody hasn't properly doweled them. And I get hotels phoning up saying, have you doweled the cakes? Because we've got a sprung dance floor and the fl oh, floor is gosh. going to be vibrating when everybody gets on the dance floor. So we don't want the cake moving and going over. So oh, yeah, these are all things that you need to think about. A lot of the amateurs don't know how to dowel a cake. No, that's right. And, that's and it's something you wouldn't you know. think about. And, and I mean, I know. Yeah. That, I mean, people who have friends or family or whoever make a cake would never think to doubt <laughs> you'd go no. oh it's fine you no know, they wouldn't no <laughs> then you wonder why the cake starts sinking then mm. <laughs> i mean with the old royal ice cakes it wasn't a problem because the icy was so hard nothing was going anywhere <laughs> but we don't have that anymore now we have um, sugar paste and now everybody wants um buttercream cakes in fact, I've just been helping a friend out. Actually, I've just done a buttercream cake. Nightmare. Hate them. <laughs> and I have to say, where I the am. Thing I, the one thing I. Sorry. I was going to say here where I am. Lots of people are having these naked cakes. They're calling mm. them. And they're hardly hardly covered I, in anything. It's just a, a little that's right. tiny buttercream. So they must be a nightmare. The problem with that is. The problem with that is that they, they won't stand waiting around because there's nothing there to protect the cake right. anything that we cover the cake with whether it's buttercream or whether it's sugar paste or royal icing whatever it keeps the moisture in and keeps the air out with the naked cake because the cake is virtually naked yeah, uh, the air's going to get at it and i mean a friend of mine when she when she's done them she's always said you can have it for the evening do but don't have it stood there all day because if you do it's not going to yeah. be edible oh gosh yeah and i think there's, there's no I keeping mean, it for your first anniversary or anything like that you know you're not yeah, it's not going to last wow 
But as you say, brides wouldn't but the only think way, about, you... what? No. about no. Think about the no. bitch, not not the practicalities of it being sitting out all day. No. Mm. The problem with that is one of these trends that comes and goes. At the moment, I mean, I've I've been asked to do them and I've said no because the problem is that you've got to do it at the last minute. You can't do it days in advance yeah. like we can a covered cake. You've got to do it the day before. And that means, depending on what they've got on it, you're probably going to work through the night. A lot of them want yeah. soft fruit on, which is another problem because halfway through the day, it's going to be all running down the cake and making a real mess, you know. Yeah. Personally, I don't like them. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, I'm, I, my cookery skills are, leave a lot to be desired. And, um, I mean, I'd be terrified, you know, if, what if something does go wrong and what, you know, you, you don't have any leeway at that point if you're baking it, no. you know, straight no. away. I'd be so worried. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is why we like plenty of time to sort things out. You know, I mean, mm. the way that I do it, I bake the cakes on the uh, beginning of the week and then, I cover the cakes that means that they're fine then i've got the rest of the week to do anything that i need to do on it depending yeah. on how busy you are you can work until quite late into the night but mm. you know a lot of people don't realize how much time goes into them and this is where the cost comes in because yeah. you've got to remember that everybody works on an hourly rate and if you think about the average pay and work it out on how long it takes to do a cake people say well how long did it take you to do it well i mean I personally, if I'm doing a wedding cake, I can do one in a day. But that's eight hours. Mm. That's mm. eight times whatever. You know, that's not including your materials. And then you've got to take into account baking it and everything else that you've got to do. You know, in fact, I'm now making my students time everything they do and cost everything up. Yeah. And I think actually... So they know how much they cost. When people are newly self-employed, it's one of the things that people forget, actually, is that you do have to cost your time accordingly because you're only, yeah, you know, like a, yeah. you, you'll kind of rob your business of any income because you'll be working to a point where you can't do anything else and you won't be making any money. Exactly. And I think it's, it is a dangerous trap to get into, definitely. Well, this is why businesses go under when they do that because they don't mm. think about that. You well, know, just we, because you're getting money coming in and you're getting money going out, you think you're making money, but you're not. Yeah, we say this to and people you've also quite got a, lot a very about, short season. Yeah, about um, because obviously I, I do a lot of American weddings, and that it's it's mm. customary. Um, it's probably the wrong word yeah. to put twenty percent on top for for tips and gratuities, or whatever. And we do get a lot of backlash on that in in the UK because we we see it as a tip, mm. and we think tipping is is you know. But when you look at actually what you're being charged for, the cost out there is a lot lower. But your twenty percent is essentially mm. making it doable for the for the business that you're working with. And I think that we we don't necessarily give that credit to people who are doing very creative jobs, but actually are putting a lot of time mm. and effort into your wedding. And I, th okay. yeah, I think That's it's an true. interesting um, it's an interesting one. I think when you're from a, a, especially say working through different cultures, is that. It it doesn't always translate very well, <laughs> but you know you have no, to, you no, have to make a living. It depends. You have to make a living. It depends on how important they think it is for the for the wedding, you know. Because I mean, mm. the thing is, there's a hell of a big difference between what we charge up here to what you pay down south. Mm. And when I'm saying a big difference, I mean a really big difference. Yeah. I've yeah. heard of uh, wedding cakes down south costing thousand, two thousand pounds for a three tier yeah. cake. Yeah, up here. From somebody like myself, it's more like three or four hundred pounds. 
I have done cakes into the thousands, but you're talking about big cakes. Yeah, very, very big cake. Yeah, so from the bride and groom's perspective, do one. Is, it, is it cheaper? Is there any cost-benefit to having cupcakes rather than a, a fully-blown tiered cake? No, that's a misconception. A lot of, The problem we get is when people phone up for something like that, they'll say, well, how much? And you say £1.50 per cupcake, which they will go into a shopping centre where they've got these stores selling cupcakes with a swirl of buttercream on and they'll pay £1.50, not think about it. But when it's a wedding... Oh, that's expensive. But then, how many guests are you having? Oh, well, I'm having 200 guests. Well, you might as well have had a wedding cake. Mm. You get more cake in it and mm. better value and something that looks a lot better. Because, again, with cupcakes, the problem we've got is that the bun cases come away if you leave them too long. So oh, okay. they've got to be done the day before. You can't do them any sooner because there's nothing to protect it like there is on a cake. Yeah, yeah, I think as well, like say if it's for like the small weddings that I do, a cupcake is, is fantastic because you're probably saying, well, there's 10 of us, so we're going to get 10 cupcakes. But yeah, I mean, that's fine. How, many, yeah. how many weddings can say, well, I've got 250 people and therefore I need 250 cupcakes? I mean, you could have anything from Hopefully. only half the people having them to somebody having three. <laughs> I know my Believe family me, I have one cupcake. Phone. <laughs> I had somebody phone up and said I wanted 600. <laughs> Wow, no. that's a lot of cupcakes. Wow, it is a yeah, lot I mean, of cupcakes. That, that would be like my family. There'd be 50 of them, but, you know, we'd need 600 cupcakes, definitely. <laughs> I'd have to have a team of staff to do that, though. I couldn't do it on my own, you know. I mean, yeah. it's just absolutely ridiculous because you're not doing one cake. You're doing loads of different ones. And, yeah. I mean, if when we, we have a big exhibition in the cake de decorating industry at Birmingham NEC, which is held at the beginning of November, and there we, they've got a massive competition area, and you'll see some of the most lavish wedding cakes you've ever seen. But cost-wise, they would be ridiculous. Mm. And they have a section for cupcakes there, and if you saw the amount of work that goes into them, you'd understand oh, wow. why they have to be so expensive. They're not something that you can do in five minutes. Yeah. Some things that take, some of the things on them just take weeks to do. I find it amazing, actually. I like, um, and I'm sure most of us do. Like, I love watching Bake Off. I think it's brilliant, and um, mm. I find that interesting because I, I can't think what year it was, but they did the wedding cake as the as the final, and yes. you think they get something like six hours, and you think surely anyone could make a cake yeah. that looks good in I six know. hours, and they looked awful, <laughs> and these were the people that won, <laughs> and you think. You know, if they can't make a cake look good in six hours, you know, what the mere mortals going to do about it? I think it's hilarious. I just think not it's, like somebody so like me. I've been work. doing it thirty years. I'm still learning. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I'd be no use. It'd look awful if I did it. <laughs> the trouble is, they're not trained, and I mean, there's a lot of training goes into it. Mm. Great. Oh, thanks very much, Terry. That was a that was a heck of a lot of information there, and uh, a lot of stuff that I'd actually never even heard of before. So uh, I'm sure it's going to surprise quite a few people. Mm.